Hello, everybody, and good morning to all of you. Thank you so much for joining us on My EdTech Life on this Saturday morning. So for those of you that are just getting up, getting that first cup of coffee, or maybe getting that first bite of your favorite breakfast this Saturday, and you're watching the show, thank you so much for all of your support. We really appreciate it as week by week, we bring you guys some amazing guests. And today is no different, as you know, every week, we bring in educators, we bring in practitioners, we bring in subject matter experts that, uh, you know, have definitely influenced me or I have seen some of the work that they're doing. And it's something that is wonderful. And so, again, think of this show, My EdTech Life. It's just a way of connecting educators one show at a time. And it's just, a, you know, a way for you to also continue to grow your PLF, your professional learning family. So today we have an amazing guest. We have Dr. Chantel Scott. And Dr. Chantel Scott is an amazing and passionate educator who has a lot of pizzazz. And I've had the honor of getting to know Dr. Scott over the, uh, you know, maybe about what, three weeks, four weeks now. And it is just amazing just to see just how energetic she is, how passionate she is. And one of the things that I learned about her is that she loves to take selfies. <laughs> and that's something that we're going to be talking to you about today. <laughs> and this is an area of expertise that Dr. Scott definitely has, uh, you know, very, uh, or she's very knowledgeable in is in the art of taking selfies, but not necessarily the way you think in a way, there's definitely a lot more that goes behind it. So Dr. Chantel Scott, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day for, you know, to share something so important and what I find to be a very interesting topic that maybe doesn't get shared enough, or we really just need to push this a lot more in the day and age that we're living in. So Dr. Scott, thank you again for being here. And I know I gave just pretty much a, a, a real nice introduction too, but yes. <laughs> please let, let our audience members know a little bit more about yourself too as well. Uh, go ahead and let us know where you're from and you know your education experience and then just you know dive right in and just share uh, this amazing topic that we're gonna be uh, talking about today. So I am Dr. Shan, as I am affectionately <laughs> known, and I am from the great state of New Jersey, where I teach high school English. I am a Google certified innovator and trainer, and I have a little thing called the Learning Doctor Consulting, which both does in, um, educational technology coaching virtually now and um, speaking. So I'm also a motivational speaker where I run workshops and design learning experiences surrounding our initiative, hashtag this is me. Um, so I'd love, I'm coming to you this morning with my coffee, um, which actually says coffee in one hand, confidence in the other. Um, and that's nice. really kind of defines what I'm about. So shout out to my girlfriend who gave me this cup, which I think perfectly defines uh, me in this moment. So can I tell you a story? Of course, we definitely love to hear your story. So the year 1988, and I am a kindergartner in Mrs. Heller's class. We used to play something called house, <laughs> which is a common game that girls would play. Um, and there was another girl, um, and we'll just call her Kay. 
for the sake of anonymity. And Kay um, wanted to be the mama, but so did I. And we got into it about wanting to be the mama, but ultimately I lowered my voice and she raised her and quite assertively wrapped her little clammy hands around my neck and declared, I am the mama. Now, how did this end? Well, Kay did become the mama that day, but Mrs. Heller took me, put me on her lap, gathered the class around, and made a teachable moment out of it. She said, Chantel, I know your background. I know where you come from. I, she had my brother. She made some positive affirmations about me in front of the class. And she reminded me without putting Kay down that I have to use my voice. I have to speak up that there was a way to handle this situation better and not just fold because someone else was speaking louder than me. And this is quite honestly, one of my very first memories of school, of a teacher, of education in general. And that is where my passion for This Is Me comes from. I will not pretend that I haven't had many other role models and experiences since then. But I think it's so important that that has been stuck with me. Use your voice, Chantel. You are just as good as everyone else and you need to use your voice to show that. So that is my baseline. That's where I'm coming from. That is my first memory of school. And like I said, that's where the heart of this is me and me as a teacher. That's really my philosophy. That's wonderful. And that's such a great story as we hear just how important it is to just really amplify student voice and just to be heard. And one of the things that I loved, and I shared the quote there in the chat with people so they can hear, and I'm gonna go ahead and just share your site here. This is what I love right here. And this is the, this is me, hashtag this is me movement, bold, unfiltered, real. And uh, I'll share that link with all our viewers, but I really, this is one of the things that really caught me right here as you were really talking about this is just to be your real self, find your unfiltered voice, boldly share your story, claim your space in the world and be heard. And I think that that's such a wonderful message for a lot of students that, you know, oftentimes, you know, we go to school and I can remember going to school and, uh, you know, sometimes it's, you know, teachers teach and and we don't, we don't get to talk or participate or maybe just, you know, just express ourselves, you know, because it's like, no, we got to kind of stick to what we need to do. But I think that this goes beyond just the classroom, but it goes into the personal space as well. So uh, Dr. Scott or Dr. Shan, I'll call you Dr. Shan because that's how I know you too as well. Uh, just tell us a little bit more now that you started off, you know, telling the story, your baseline. Uh, tell us a little bit more of how this uh, this movement initiated, you know, the story behind it, maybe with your innovator project and, and how did you start kind of getting those ideas of bringing this to life? 
So as a high school English teacher, I see a lot that walks, that is happening in the hallways. Um, the whole focus on clicks and followers and filters and how that culture of clicks, followers, filters was kind of creeping its way into real life. Um, that everything that students were doing was fake <laughs> to some extent in order to present themselves or their, their fake selves um, in these hallways. So with that being said, um, I've been noticing it a long time. I've had a lot of access to a lot of girls over the course of the years, and I wanted to do something about it. So when the Google Innovator Project, well, when I was, I had the awesome opportunity to go to Denmark in 2018 and work with an amazing group of, of Google Innovators where this project was born. It's like, well, how can we make sure that people's mindset or the mindset of people shows up online and also filters back into their, their real lives. So this is a mindset movement. It's a wellness event. Yes, it has a social media impact, but it's really all, it's all mindset. And so I really wanted to do something um, to impact girls specifically, but the mindset that comes behind this is really All right, sorry about that, Dr. Shan. I think we okay. just had a little hiccup. Yeah, but we're good, we're back. We kind of, it, it was either probably on my <laughs> end and stuff like that. So I do apologize for that. Again, you know, hey, we were just talking about this earlier. It's just like with tech, you just don't know. We just it's adapt so and overcome. But, you know, thank you so much for sharing that. And it, I, I just kind of wanted to hit back because I know I missed some of the what you were talking about. But I, I think one of the things that really stuck to me was how you're saying, uh, you know, just the, the social emotional aspect of what is going on in social media. Can you expound that a little bit more? Because, uh, you know, once, and it really kind of just hit me when you said, you know, the clicks, the followers, the filters, and you're building this persona, you know, and we actually had a conversation about personas this week and uh, in a different aspect, but, you know, just go into that a little bit more in that social emotional, because, you know, sometimes people don't understand that, you know, the person that you may see in the pictures is not necessarily the person that is there in real life. You know, they, they could be having some struggles and things of that sort. What has been your experience through that? Well, um, I think the selfies, the other selfies, the likes, the followers, the filters, the, the hashtagging has created this dangerous culture of comparison especially the, the younger you are, the more that that culture of comparison actually impacts your, your mindset and how you actually behave in real life. So um, I wanted to change the mental health of students. I initially wanted to, um, to 
initially, when the project first began, I simply wanted to have a social media page that people could see something different and see that there are layers behind what you see on social media. Um, the project has turned into so much more. It has become more of a mindset movement where I've had the opportunity to work directly hands-on with girls, virtually with girls, um, and really just work on the anxiety, the depression, the negative body image um, that comes along with this dangerous culture of comparison and show them that it's okay to just be you. It is totally acceptable to just be you. Everyone doesn't have a great day. Um, and that's kind of where the selfie movement comes in. Um, so I, I affectionately call myself the selfie queen, but that's because I believe that selfies are self-empowerment tools. So yes, I totally think you should be holding a camera up and hitting click. But before you do that, you need to stop. Erase the negativity that is on your mind, even about, it could be about anything. Maybe you have something on your mind or maybe you're just like, I wonder if I look good enough or whatever. Look around, find the joy in exactly what it is that um, just find the joy in what is in your life in that moment. Um, then take a deep inhale and an exhale and move forward. So I believe in taking selfies and I certain, certainly believe that that is how you take the perfect selfie. So yes, the, the picture that you're taking and posting to social media, if you have gone through that process prior to posting it, then there's no way that you will feel the anxiety and comparis the comparison that often comes with that. Um, but also, it's a mindset that I need to take a moment and breathe and then press forward. Um, and that's what I do in my classroom. That's what I share with girls all over when I have the opportunity to work with them. And certainly that is what is filtering in to um, my social media pages. Oh, that's wonderful. And and right now, um, as you're, you know, explaining the selfie, I did bring up your Instagram page and you can uh, find This Is Me movement on Instagram as well. And it has exactly what you said, the selfie. And, you know, even the first time that I saw that too, I think it was just something that was just so wonderful in, in seeing this because, you know, as, as being an educator for 15 years, you know, you kind of see these things go through, but you know, maybe it's just sometimes you feel terrible because even as educators, we, we can miss out on so much and, and, you know, we try and help our students as much as we can and, and try and take care of them as much as we can, but they're, they battle every day. Like you said, you know, they may not have, you know, a perfect day. You know, we don't know the issues and troubles that they may be having and going through. And I think just the, the, what you described as far as the selfie, it's just really just stopping, reflecting, erasing, looking around, finding that joy can definitely be something that can be very helpful. And I don't think that we, okay. we teach too much about this or as, as much as we should especially now with, with the way that, uh, you know, adolescents are the teenagers and now going, everything going digital and virtual. I mean, it could definitely be very, 
it's a difficult time because students are not socializing either as, as much as they should or as they would when they're going to their their common areas like school and, and sharing those activities and things of that sort that it can also be something very difficult for them right now being in isolation. And uh, so, yeah, definitely social emotional, social emotional learning, something that is definitely something, something that is important and needed. And I really enjoy that you're, you're taking, you know, this to that level and really going out and helping these young adolescent teens and, you know, these young girls to just be bold and reflect and, you know, let them be heard, you know, claim their space. And I love what you said too, that, um, you know, sometimes we do our culture, it's that comparison. And, you know, this doesn't end even as, as teens. I mean, I think even as adults, you know, and many people maybe, maybe too, you know, closed and saying like, no, you know, that doesn't happen to me. But I mean, if I'm, I'm able to admit that, yeah, you know, we still, even in our professional you know, uh, setting, we still compare ourselves to others. And sometimes, you know, we may, uh, not feel like, oh man, like, you know, they really got it together or they're, man, look at them, they're doing well. And, you know, it's still something that even affects us as adults. And, you know, I think one of the things that, that is also very important that goes along with what you're saying is just really knowing your worth, you know, never bringing yourself down. And I think that that culture of comparison, is, can be very, very dangerous for young, impressionable minds. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that has filtered into my actual classroom um, is this idea of this is me and social emotional learning. For um, And I know this is my ed tech life, so I just love to share how I'm using educational technology <laughs> to push this bold, unfiltered, unfiltered real mindset. From the very first day of school, whether it's going to be virtual or um, in person, I often have the students stand up and, or I guess show their screen now, um, and make this declaration. I am, and you fill in your name, and I want you to listen to me. And quite honestly, it is the hardest thing that students have have to do period is to stand up and boldly declare that i am who i am what you think about me does not matter and you're gonna listen to me this year i follow that activity up with students actually taking a selfie and then coming up with an i am statement of their own who do you want to be this year is it do you want to be more brave? Do you want to be more patient? Do you want to be more courageous? And we need to make this declaration in the very first two days of school. So how does that work with my lesson planning? Well, I have flipped lesson planning on its head. We start with the character lab. My, my classroom is basically a character lab. We start with those things that the kids have said, this is who I want to be. And that's what drives my planning. My planning then becomes, okay, how do I teach courage? How do I teach patience? How do I teach bravery? How do I teach whatever? Then I select the content and then I more intentionally select the technology tool that will help me do that. And of course we know that there are many, many tools um, 
that have popped up now. Technology in the classroom is not what it used to be. Um, it's you. There's more human-centric tools uh, that are that are available to us now. Flipgrid, Classcraft has the social emotional learning element. Mind Yeti, 3D Bear, uh, Adobe, even um, yes. in the creation of things. Um, so more intentionally selecting the tools so that they can learn those character traits that they need to learn. Um, it's not just about using technology for the sake of using technology. That is not what drives my lesson planning. It's the character traits. That's why I like to call my Dr. Shams class is a character lab um, where we use technology to build those traits. So, um, that's how I'm using it in my classroom. Of course, it's filtering out, bubbling over into other areas of my life with my speaking. And um, I do have to say, even in my coaching, the one mission of the Learning Doctor Consulting is to empower, empower teachers to use these tools um, or whatever it is, uh, to the best of their capability. It's not my job to just teach you the tool. It is my job to show you how social emotional learning can play into your classroom, to teach you the tool, but also so to empower you enough that you don't need me. I know, is that a good business model? Probably not, but <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that you don't need me eventually, that, mm -hmm. that you are empowered to even share your experience that and your use of the tool with somebody else. So I'm all about empowerment and it shows up in a lot of different ways um, in, in my life. Oh, that's wonderful. And that's, and that's so great. Like you're saying, you know, and, and I can kind of compare it a little bit to just what I do too, as well. Like, you know, you do the coaching and you're working with students, but uh, you know, when you're working with teachers, as I do, it, it's like you said, you, you, I really want to empower them. Like you said, it's very important that, you know, you teach them the tool, but how you can really add additional layers to that. And I think that's wonderful because I think in the end, when they're able to just take the, what you've been able to teach them and they build up that confidence and they go out there and then they kind of mix it around, make it their own. And then they see some tremendous results, not only for them professionally, uh, but for their students, the added benefits with the social emotional learning and I think that just makes it just a wonderful experience that I know a lot of those teachers are just, you know, going out there and just sharing those experiences with others. And I think that what you're doing is something that's wonderful and something that is, uh, you know, very, it, very impactful. And I think that that's something that is amazing and not only just working with the teens, but empowering the, the teachers to see this, because like I said, sometimes as educators, we can go in with blinders on where we're just focusing on what we need to teach and we forget about all those other aspects that play into the teaching, the social, emotional. I, I have a, a colleague of mine who uh, teaches. And right now, the very beginning, like you said, it's just really just I just want to get to know my students, build yes. that empathy, know them. You know, he, he says, you know, I when we're in class, I, you know, before we even start with our lesson is like if I see a student that's wearing a particular team jersey, I ask him about it. It's like, hey, you know, who's your favorite player? who's this, you know, if, you know, and, and just getting to know them. And he said that this first week has created, you know, just a community within that classroom that is very different than how it was in a regular, you know, brick and mortar school where it was just go, 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 go. And go. now it's, 
yeah, it's more like, hey, let's take the time to know each other and build that psychological safety where students don't feel that they can't share and that they're going to be, you know, just, oh man, no, I don't want to ask because they're going to think this or they're going to think that. So I think the way you start your class and making those declarations, um, like you said, it can be very difficult for a lot of students, you know, because they've never spoken up or they've never spoken out and maybe no one, or they've tried, but nobody's ever paid attention or heard. And I think that's wonderful, Dr. Shen. That is just really inspiring to me to, to hear that there are just amazing teachers such as yourself mm -hmm. uh, that are going out there and going above and beyond to just uh, not only work with curriculum, but build in the, that social emotional learning within that curriculum. Excellent. So that's awesome. Uh, Dr. Shen, any, any other projects that you have uh, working on or that you're working on? Anything else that you'd like to share with us about the, the This Is Me movement, uh, places where people can go ahead and find more information, follow you, uh, things of that sort, you know, go ahead and share with everybody. I'm going to put the links in to your site, but please go ahead and, and take this time to just let our audience members know, you know, what is it that you'd be, that you'll be working on or, you know, plans for the future maybe. Well, um, please follow me so that you can keep up with everything I'm about to say. Um, either on Twitter at the learning dr, um, or, and most importantly, um, on Instagram at this is me m v m t. So that's at this is me movement. Um, so I am doing a lot of things. Uh, it's 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 so hard to even just think about everything, but there are a few things that I just want to point out. Um, every fall, This Is Me Movement runs a challenge. Um, the challenge this year is going to be how to fall in love with uncertainty. Um, and it's going to be a lot about that selfie, that S stop, E erase, L look around, F find your joy, inhale, I and E exhale. Um, it's gonna be all about how really to take that perfect selfie. So please follow me on Instagram so that um, you can be a part of that challenge. Um, in addition, I am going to be presenting at the ISTE Creative Constructor <laughs> Lab. Um, and that is an amazing opportunity for educators that it's really one of the best conferences in my personal opinion because you are creating ideating and just all around learning to to build things um, and i'm going to be doing a session on well trendy bitmoji classroom but that's not what's important it's going to be the character lab edition and really showing you how i build that character lab virtually or we'll be building it virtually in my classroom. So join me there. Please register for ISTE and that conference. Um, also, um, and this is no secret because I'm telling everybody, but mainly to keep me to keep me focused on the goal. I'm so excited that I'm writing this children's book and I just, wow. um, it's going to be, this is me centered and all about how a little girl and her dog learns to take this perfect selfie ultimately. Um, so um, look for that. And of course, I'm always available for speaking. 
I know we're in a virtual world, so I am ready to motivate and um, inspire all of you, not just women and girls. So everywhere. And certainly the Learning Doctor Consulting does excellent educational technology training because you get me. Um, so that's, um, that's about it. Please follow me and keep up with, you know, this movement. That is awesome, Dr. Shen. And again, I just really thank you for being here today. And I know that we could definitely keep on, you know, going on about this because this is such an important topic. And I, I just really appreciate you taking the time because again, like I said, this is something that even late in my career, you know, I, I'm still learning. And now I'm learning and really seeing, you know, what the process of social emotional learning is as, you know, days go by, weeks go by. And then I see like, wow, you know, if, if I would have known a little bit more about this while I was in the classroom, things could have been different, but maybe I, I was doing a little bit of it, but I just didn't know. But I feel that this is something important. And I'm glad that you agreed to come on the show because, you know, you're able to share this. And I think that this message for today is, you know, whoever it may be that may be listening is something that's going to be very beneficial. And also with all the information that you shared, and I put in your, um, your pages, your Twitter, uh, also your Twitter account, the Instagram account, so people can follow you and follow the This Is Me movement. And just to get a little bit more information about, you know, what is out there and what we can do. Because like you said, one of the things that stuck out is just the 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 dangers of the culture of comparison and you know the clicks followers and filters and and how that can affect you know our teens and you know even as adults too i mean it doesn't hurt to just continue learning these things and being able to help all our students so thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it you are just so energetic full of pizzazz <laughs> and you know I, i'm definitely you know if you want to take the perfect selfie contact dr shan because she is the selfie expert guys and again, please follow her on Twitter, follow her on Instagram. She's going to be doing some very great things. And hopefully once uh, she publishes her book also as well, we'll have her back on uh, as a guest. And Dr. Shang, you always have uh, a seat available here with us at any time, whatever project you may be working on and you just want to share, you, con you can contact us and we'll be more than happy to set up a show and you know just uh, get that information out to all our audience Thank members. You. So thank you so much. And everybody that's watching us, thank you again for making this a wonderful week. We thank you all for your support. We're continually growing. We're continually, you know, just uh, we're excited because of the, the results and the comments and the feedback that we get from many of you. And like I said, you know, the premise of the show is just to bring in people that I find that have inspired me and I feel that they need to be heard too as well so that you all guys can experience that inspiration and to continue to grow your professional learning family and continue adding uh, more tools to your teacher tool belts to you know help you during this time of not only remote learning but just as you know education is you know ever evolving you know we definitely need to have as many tools available to be at the ready in season and out of season so thank you all for making us part of your morning those of you that are enjoying your probably second third cup Thank you. Those of you that are just waking up and maybe you just cut a little bit of the show, don't worry. You can go ahead and watch the replay. These will be up on our Wakelet page that I'll be sharing on Twitter. So you can go ahead and check out the podcast or just do a, a, a replay of this show. So thank you guys. Y'all take care and you all have a wonderful day. And don't forget to stay techie, my friends. <laughs>